Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our summer series here. Uh, Jim Boy stars with me, and joining us this week is Ted, who joined us for the 1992 Royal Rumble uh, episode. Uh, how are both of you doing today? I am doing I'm, well, Bill. I am and, doing pretty good. And, yeah, this is the summer series. I want to pre, I guess, give a note to everyone before we start, is I did all of the summer series over a Memorial Day weekend in regards to notes. So I'm just telling people that in case I'm like, oh, I, as of this recording, we don't know when most of these are airing. So mm -hmm. just in case I do a slip up in regards to that. But I'll tell you right now, since I told, just said I'm doing all the notes for everything, this might be my favorite event that we got during the summer series. Um, Ted, what were... Reminded me how we came up with this. Is this that I gave you three randomized and you chose this one? Yeah, or did we vote on this one? Randomized. Do you remember what the other two options were? Because uh, I don't have it in front of me. It was a pay-per-view from 2006. Um, and I forget... Uh, oh, oh, let me look uh, up the email. I might still have that, actually. That would be great. I wish I was prepared. Okay, silly me. Go. I got it. Okay. The other two choices... <laughs> were Vengeance 2006 and Rock Bottom in your house. So, Ted, my question is, because out of those three, Backlash 2000 included, why did you choose this one without getting into, the sh into, the, into too much of things with the actual show? Um, well, a couple of things. Uh, one is I'm a huge fan of Edge and Christian. Even though I, I wasn't a big wrestling fan, when they were a tag team, uh, I was a huge fan of their individual careers. And when I started becoming a big fan, I started watching some tag matches of theirs. And it was pretty awesome. Um, then another reason why I did this is uh, the arena is personal to me, um, as it is personal to mm -hmm. Bill. The MCI Center is in Washington, D.C. is where Bill and I would go to see WWE wrestling shows. Uh, That's nice. Yeah. So, um, Bill, were you at this one? No, I was not at this show. Um, I got it on pay-per-view, and I watched it with my brother, actually. Okay. Or but Ted, you went? Uh, no, I didn't go. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm off it. But... Uh, I would like to say that right now the arena is called the Arena Formerly Known as the MCI Center hashtag Prince joke. Because uh, I think it's now the uh, Capital One it, Arena. Is that, am I it's right? It's the Capital One Bank Arena, yes. Because right, it used to be the Verizon Center as well. So. Yes. Yes, the MCI Center. Then Verizon bought it out, bought MCI out, so they turned it to the Verizon Center. And now they are the Capital One Bank Arena. So a lot of name changes. That, so, that was in my notes. Uh, I, I said, uh, possibly make a Prince joke. Okay. So uh, here's a joke that I'm going to make all night long. Is So this is airing. This is one of the shows that we actually know when it's going to be airing exactly. Yeah. It's, we're airing this on um, June 14th, which is Backlash 2020, which, I mean... I, I'm sure so many people are like, God, why aren't they using the backlash name? So let's bring that back. 
Um, so it's being promoted as of this recording as the greatest wrestling match ever or whatnot, something right. like that. Uh, Edge versus Randy Orton. So after each match, I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, if the Backlash 2000 match, if I think it's going to be better, worse, or on par with the greatest wrestling match ever, <laughs> Edge versus Randy Orton. So that's going to be all night long. You're right. We're in Washington, D.C. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler are the announcers. Um, and I and started there, getting there is a hockey, And there is a hockey team. As Jim Ross clearly noted uh, multiple times, at least three or four times, he's kept saying in, uh, in the te- on the telecast, he's just, he scores. He's just, he scores. Oh, he does that. He's got, he scores. There, if there's one downside for me with this, if there's one downside for me for this event, is there was definitely a lot of sports talk that I did not appreciate, <laughs> particularly in one particular section. But, I mean, we started the show off and I got stabbed by a graphic. The backlash graphic just stabs right through you. I like the, the opening video. That was really well done, even for it was. The opening video was pretty good. For for two thousand, the opening video was pretty good. And then we have we start off the show with Deborah as the ring announcer. Uh, Puppies are back, but where was she? I think she was with Stone Cold at the time because he was recuperating from the neck surgery. But that doesn't mean anything because like, there have been plenty of times where someone's boyfriend slash girlfriend are injured. They don't stay home with them. Right. So where was she? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's the only thing and, I can think of. So. so anyway, she starts delivering introductions. We get WWF aggression representation with the Degeneration X theme and Run DMC, which was great. Uh, and we start off with our first match, Edge and Christian versus Degeneration X, Road Dog and X-Pac, with Tori, who sticks out like a sore thumb to me in that freaking <laughs> group. Like, this, that did not work for me at all, even back then. I, I think uh, Jerry Lawler mentioned the, uh, the, the her top, oh, which... God, he's so the, bad. The barcode top. The barcode top. And I was like... <laughs> Her top does look a look like a barcode. Like I can get her barcode and scan her top right there. Jerry Lawler, not even ten minutes into the show, is a creepy pervert because Deborah comes out and he's like, "It's puppies! The puppies are back!" And then, like Ted said, because Tori had a DX shirt, and he's like, "I would like to scan that bar." <laughs> Oh um, I had Jim Ross said during this match, and I feel like he said this before somewhere, and I haven't watched Backlash 2000 in a long time, so it couldn't have been from this event that I remembered exclusively from. Jim Ross says, that looked like an XFL fair catch. Yep, I did have that. Yep. I feel like he's I, said that I, before. I heard that. Uh, there was a good bell shot to the head, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um... And before I get to the winner, what do you guys have to say about this match? Any other notes that you guys have? Um, They had a lot early in this match, but they also do it throughout the night. But I wanted to point this out early. How Please. They talk a lot about how there might be politicians at this show. And <laughs> they even say, you know, like Jerry asks if Hillary is watching this show or not. And, you know, JR is like, well, I mean, you know, she she might be, she might not be, she might be in New York. 
And then I wrote down as a joke, I wonder if Tipper Gore is watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely Al Gore was mentioned for sure. Oh, God, yeah, later on. Point. I, you know what? Oh, yeah, later on. I enjoyed this opening match. I thought this was a fun match. The crowd was really into this match. I, I enjoyed this one. This was a good opening match. Two real teams, two teams that people care about. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at first, I really liked this match. It was good. At the beginning, there was some really good chain wrestling between Edge and X-Pac. Mm-hmm. And the pacing was really good. Uh, so, excuse me. No problem. Uh, so, like I said, so the winner here, Edge and Christian, and I will say, even though it's weird because he's still going to be the same guy is going to be in the match I'm criticizing, but this match will be better or is better or was better, depending when you listen to this, uh, than Edge versus Orton at Backlash 2020. Then we go forward, and guys, if I miss something, please stop me and let me know. Like, if I miss a segment, because that might have happened. The only thing I really didn't like that that kind of went took my rating down, I think, a star was the 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 ending was kind of cheap. I, I thought the ring bell to the head was kind of cheap for 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 a match that was as good and technical as this tag match. I, I thought the ending was kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of cheap out of nowhere, you know. So, um, well, originally, I think I would have given it like 3.5 or 4 stars, but I gave it 3. Mm-hmm. I mean, I the only problem I had was just the blood. I don't think the blood was necessary for this one, but that's just that's true. me. Right. But thank God we don't ever have to hear Deborah again the rest of the night. She well, see, that's my old... next question. I don't understand, because I was under the impression that she was going to be out there all night. She might be and... the worst ring announcer ever, and it's only for one match. Yes! Yes! I was confused. Well, first off, I was confused because I, I gave them credit because I was like, okay, you know, Deborah is one of their good-looking women that... Probably has nothing going on, so you're going to make her a ring announcer. So at least she gave her something to do mm-hmm. to appear on the show. But I was under the impression she was going to be there the whole night. But right. I have to agree with you in that she was not great at all. <laughs> um, all right. Then we have the light heavyweight title match. It's Dean Malenko defending against Scotty Tuhati. And even in WCW's worst days, I feel like WCW had a better cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like an, like an invasion angle that WWE has tried but could never do better than WCW. A cruiserweight division and, a, um, and an invasion storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, so I put Lillian's back and Deborah's done, question mark. <laughs> I was very confused by that, but I get it. What do you? Okay, here's my question: Do you think she was only done because she was so bad, or do you think that was always the plan that she was only going to do one match? I think it was always the plan. I yeah, think so too. To do one match, yeah. Uh, what'd you guys think of this match? I really liked it. I. Um, 
Go ahead, Bill. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. You go ahead. Uh, it was really good for a technical match. Um, and it was also really good for the speed of the match. Uh, well, all matches were really fast-paced this this show. Uh, but, like, I, I wrote in my notes... Uh, Good technical match from Dean. I also liked Scotty at the beginning. Uh, and then I said Scotty did some good counters. I thought. And, oh, go ahead, Jim. No, it was Bill. Oh, Bill, go ahead. I thought, oh, oh. I thought this was a good match. You could tell in this match who the face and the heel was, unlike the previous match, where the crowd was rooting for both teams. Here, Malenko was ju- was the straight-up heel in this match. Um, there were... Okay, they make a, a Clinton joke, a Bill Clinton joke during this match, <laughs> where I think they were talking about touring D.C. as like, oh, well, you could have gone to see the Washington Monument or the Lincoln Monument or Bill Clinton's favorite cigar shop or the Help for Interns place. So it's like, wow, two in a row. And then I had some signs, Jim. Good, because I, you know what? I actually enjoyed the event so much that I wasn't looking for signs. Okay, I had three from this match alone. Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear them. We have go ahead. Falk is gay, F-A-L-K. Falk is gay. Okay. okay. We have Flannery316. And Gutter 420. Was it Gunder? No, Gutter. Gutter 420. Yeah. Okay. So um, everyone's getting their little signs in at this point. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to make this note uh, in, in case our uh, if, if we have international listeners for this. Um, <laughs> JR runs off the different countries that are watching this show. And he mentioned <laughs> Liechtenstein. And Jerry's like, oh, I like Liechtenstein. How about Luxembourg? Uh, not that much. <laughs> I didn't catch that at all. Why would you like the one over the other? I know. What did Luxembourg ever do to Jerry Lawler? The, the, some of this pay-per-view was literally, oh, some of this pay-per-view by when I'm, when I'm hearing commentating from J.R. and King was almost like watching a Monty Python flick. It's like, oh, I love LinkedIn Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, so, <laughs> the winner is D. Malenko, and I'm gonna say that this match, again, on par with Edge versus Orton in, in Backlash 2020. I liked the ending with that DDT from the top rope. That was very well done. Yeah, that was extremely well done. Um, I've got to agree with you guys. Uh, at Dean and Scotty, especially with Edge's injuries, I think Dean and Scotty will will be on par, yeah. if not better. Yeah, interesting note, as I was talking to Rowdy Ross about some of these events, mm-hmm. and he actually was like, oh, is that the one with uh, Dean Malenko and the DDT off the top? And I was like... Yeah, it was. I was like, that's what you... Hold on. I was like, hold on. 
<laughs> There's so many other more eventful things that happened this event later on. That's what you remember from this? I, uh, well, well, I gotta just say that 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 um, DDT from the top is a good spot. I say it's a very good spot. Later on in the show, I'm going to mention like a, a, a spot that I thought was much better um, from an overrated move, in my point. But um, but uh, yes. But yes, the that was a very high spot in my opinion. Dean Malenko with the the DDT off the top rope. I was like, you know, that that caught my that caught my attention. I wish I was a fan back then because Dean Malenko would have been one of my favorites. I'm, I mean, it's not even a matter of that. I'm not saying the spot's bad. I thought it was good, but. How, like, it's not, do they, maybe it's me. Am I just, do they constantly play that spot on video packages that I'm not seeing? I don't see not why someone seen. would remember it 20 years after it happened as their first thing they thought of when they think of Backlash 2000. <laughs> it's an extreme, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean, but it's an extremely big spot for me. It, 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 point, it came out to me. But, but was it the first thing yeah, you I thought of it. when you when you said when I, we said when I said to you, all right, Ted, our official uh, event that we're going to do is Backlash 2000? Was that the first thing that you thought of when you said, "Oh, that's what I remember from that event"? No, no, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I, 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 I honestly, to be brutally honest, in 2000, I, I wasn't a pro wrestling fan. That's fair. Yeah, that's cool. And, and I wish I, I would. This event, in in enti- in its entirety, makes me wish I was. All right, so then we have a backstage segment where Briscoe and Patterson rejoin uh, the McMahon faction, whatever they're even called now. I don't even know. Right. I guess the McMahon Helmsley dynasty, probably at this point. Uh, and then we go on to this match: the APA versus the Big Bossman and Bull Buchanan. I don't really have any notes for this, you guys. So why don't you tell me what you guys have for this. Ooh, um, Teddy Long. Is the ref so Teddy Long is in a straight up tag team match? It's true. <laughs> Teddy Long was a very good referee in this match. I liked him. Well, something that I did like, um, I wish I had taken a timestamp of this, but uh, a, a good springboard counter off the t- turnbuckle from Bo Buchanan. Who was whipped into? Who was whipped into it? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it was very good for a guy his size. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like literally over six feet tall, over two fifty, two sixty. He's not supposed to be agile, and he was extremely agile. I, I think it was like a like a like a forearm punch almost. Uh, but like like I was impressed like. When um, I think it was Bradshaw who who uh, whipped him and who whipped him into the corner and and uh, Bull Buchanan just ju- just like got up to like like climbed up to the second rope, 
and catapulted him right back to himself, right back to Bradshaw and mm-hmm. and hit him. That was really impressive with me. Bill, what about you? What did you think about this, yeah. this match? You know, Buchanan was good in this match. Um, just going to show how good Bull Buchanan actually was. Um, other than that, this is probably my least favorite match, but it's not a bad match. It's like, eh, I could have skipped it, but it wouldn't have killed me, you know? So. I Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I agree. The winner was... Uh, <laughs> Bossman and Buchanan, I didn't really care. And oh my god, I'm gonna say Edge versus Orton is gonna be better than this match. Yeah. So I would have to say, even though I ranked it pretty highly, I would have to say Edge and Orton would be higher. Alright, the next match is the hardcore title match. Trash Holly defends against Taz, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Bob Holly, and Saturn. Um, wow, I first thing I thought of when I saw this match was Taz just debuted in the Rumble like four months before, mm-hmm. and this is where he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I have? We got a holy shit chant that made me miss when fans were cursing. <laughs> uh, it's it's still, a very weird they're format. They're still cursing. They're still cursing. It's just not as much, I'm guessing. Uh, do I think still? there's a lot of kids who come to shows now. Not in, not in WWE. Bill, when's the last time they've heard cursing in WWE? Oh, God. Uh, See, that's not... I'm talking about exclusive WWE. Right. Yeah. That's true. AEW, there's cursing all the time. Oh, you Maybe know not what? Maybe not from the fans, but... Hold on. Yeah. I, Ted, you from might the have fans. To back me, Ted, you might have to back me up on this one. Sure. Elimination Chamber, when Otis went... Through and out of the pod. I think it got a holy shit chant. Yeah, I think that's the okay. last time I heard a, a WWE crowd curse chant. That's fair. That wasn't that long ago, even to when this is going to be airing. Right, so, right. all right. Um, it's weird seeing an everyone versus one situation because the rules of this was that Trish Holly had to pin either one of any of the participants on the other side. And all the other participants had to exclusively pin Crash Holly to win this match. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever really seen that. Not that I know. Of. I haven't. I, I haven't. Uh, one thing. Go ahead, Jim. No, I was going to say one fan yelled, "We want Lita," uh, and Lita was the absolute last thing on my mind because I was enjoying this match so much. Um, more on there's actually a part two when it comes to that fan later on. Ted, what were you saying? Um, there were a couple of spots in my mind that stuck out to me, and it was when Matt and Jeff Hardy uh, did those moves off the backlash hooks. Yeah, mm. yeah, those were that was like the best, like, like the best thing. I, I saw, like, like the, those those, man, especially Jeff's her Karana off the bash, backlash hook. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there was also there's also a lot of good shots of the head mm-hmm. in oh, general. Yeah. Like my yeah. God, so many shots. Uh, I have a I have a note here, Bill, and I don't even know why I decided to pick on this poor guy. 
I put the ladder when they bring out the ladder. Mm-hmm. The ladder ladder got a bigger pop than AJ Styles. Yes, it did. I wrote a standing ovation for the ladder. There's no reason, by the way, guys, for me to single out AJ Styles, but for some reason he was singled out in this note. Okay, now I would say the ladder. I would say the ladder got a bigger pop than anything that's happening in 2020. You know what I'm going to say right now? The ladder got a bigger pop than anything that's happening on Backlash 2020. Yes, there's my prediction. Slash, what's currently happening? Okay, now now Jr. during this match, he made a couple of weird comments. One is a sports reference. The other is a Hollywood reference. I'll get to that one in a moment. But he talks about how. And I don't remember this happening, but I'll just take JR's word for it. Like, there was a baseball fight, I think, like, a few days before the pay-per-view. And he makes a comment of, like, oh, well, you know, baseball players, they don't, they can't really fight. And I wrote down, yeah, tell Nolan Ryan he can't fight because he beat the shit out of, uh, who was that player, Ted? Uh, Rob Ventura. Yeah, Robin Ventura. Oh, my God. Jim, I'm going to have to send you the video of that. Nolan Ryan beat the shit out of him. He broke his nose when he punched him. What Jim, is, uh, what's Robin's Jim, relation to Jesse? Yes, Ted. Jim, I just have to say, did you ever watch the movie Gran Torino with Clint Eastwood? I don't believe so. Well, that movie was kind of like what what uh, what I thought about with... with um, with with uh, Nolan Ryan versus Robin Ventura, and and no, I don't think he's any relation to Jesse the Body Ventura. That's, well, that's uh, too bad. And then and then <laughs> Jr. Jr. makes a comment about how Halle Berry's a bad driver. <laughs> I don't like, what? Where is this from? Uh, I don't know. At Halle Berry. I'm going to add Halle Berry and be like, hey, were you a good driver in 2000? I'm going to check it real quick. Yeah, check. I want to know what Halle Berry's movies were between January of 2000 and April 2000. <laughs> that would warrant such a comment. Uh, Saturn had a great, while you looked it up, Saturn had a great stop sign headshot, which I liked. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. All in all, this was just a lot of like, violent stuff and i'm all for the violent stuff as everyone knows um i'm not someone that's like uh, oh you can't do shots to the head because as to me as long as both sides are okay with it i'm good with it we're all adults here um yeah. if it's if it's not if someone's not okay with it and they still do it then there's a problem bill is halle berry a bad driver do we have an update uh in february 2000 halle berry was involved in a traffic collision and left the scene she <laughs> wasn't lying she pleaded no contest to misdemeanor leaving the scene of an accident. Her That year, she would be in the first X-Men movie, and then she would be in Swordfish and Monster's Ball, where she won the Academy Award for Best Actress that year. But she, but she would not be driving to any of these, Probably I assume. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so, so are you telling me that Lawler is actually being truthful? about because of like was it the movie with Billy Bob Thornton where she was a bad driver <laughs> <laughs> all I know is apparently Jerry Lawler told the truth <laughs> yeah they told the truth on this one how about that <laughs> uh, 
right, and I have on my thing here, uh, the winner was Crash after all was done and said and done. And this will be way better than Orton versus Edge at Backlash 2020. Yes, it will. Then we got a scene backstage. Yeah. Shane McMahon, he's the referee. Cool. We move on to the big show versus Kurt Angle. And Angle, here it is. Angle says some boring sports references. So why don't you guys talk about it and get all sporty with each other while and if they're if they're even worth talking about. Okay, so he talks about how at first he's like George Washington, that he cannot tell a lie. And then he's also like Abraham Lincoln, because he will speak the truth. And then he was gonna say he's like Marion Barry. And then he's like I ain't like Mary and Barry. Why would I want to be like Mary and Barry? <laughs> Why do you just elect that creep? Oh, my God. Um, And then he makes a couple of knocks or makes a couple of jokes on Bill Clinton. So, <laughs> again, we're going, you know, we're going for the Democrats tonight. Uh, we're not done, yeah. by the way, with that either. Is it an election year, by the way, yes, 2000? It is. it is, okay. Um... Which Bush wins, then, I, I yeah. assume. Yeah. Um, and then, that's really about it, because he's like, I'm the only person that you could call an American hero. Right, and then here comes the big show as the showster. Yes. I love that there, I love that there's both, during this match, a Hogan sucks sign yes. <laughs> and a Hogan chant. <laughs> This was so much fun to watch. Ted, what do you think? What did you think uh, of this? Uh, it, I gotta say, for a match that was only 2 minutes 35 seconds, <laughs> uh, it's very, it's very, it wasn't very one-sided. Uh, and and uh, I also wrote that Big Show's whole cooking was hilarious. Um, the 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 only thing I really didn't like about this show in general was with this match, and I just said, uh, "Show and Angle just didn't have to, enough time." Sure, sometimes these things happen, and you got to roll with the punches. But still, I think they could have done more if they just had more time. And then I, and then I just said two out of five. Okay, I have here the winner is the showster, mm-hmm. and we hear his aggression theme at the end. Did you catch that, Bill? Yeah, I did. And I put this will be way better than Orton versus. Edge. Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the next match we have here are the Dudleys versus TNA, and oh man, this this got all my all all of me riled up. This was great. <laughs> I loved everything about this. Bubba Ray screaming, "I'm gonna get you, you little bitch." <laughs> that was great. I don't see. Here's the problem, though. I don't know the match wise if it was a good good match because between the video package and the actual match and Bubba Ray trying to get his hands on Trish during the entire match, that's all I was rooting for was what? for him because this was like a month. This I'm gonna say this now, even though I'm gonna, even though I kind of was trying to save it to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. This match, this whole pay-per-view seems like it should, like the events that happened should have happened at WrestleMania. Yeah. There's so much more of like that you feel paid off in this event that, because even if you go to the main event of 
like WrestleMania, everyone thought The Rock was going to win, and he didn't. But here he is now winning, and and you know, like this was a long drawn story with the with the Dudleys, and you would think that they were, I don't know, it's just er- everything that felt like a build felt like I got it paid off, including this one. Um, surprisingly, which I wouldn't have guessed, TNA actually wins. Yeah, that was a bit surprising. Um, they, they worked well as a tag team in, in, in this match, I, I, I thought. Um, and uh, another thing I said that I liked in my notes, uh, which is, which is uh, like commentary um, uh, when JR said, and the king wants Trish to talk dirty to him. <laughs> oh, yeah! Yeah, basically, Jerry wants to get physical with any woman. That's what I've taken from this show already. Well, that's what you should take from that era. I mean, I think I that was, with exception of, I think there's like three people we didn't like. Nicole Bass was one of them. Yeah. He didn't like China at first. He was kind of, if I remember, like in 96, 97 China, mm-hmm. whenever she debuted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he wasn't a fan of, in fact, it's funny, she probably, like, this is the most I've seen him as a fan of China. In this show, which we'll get to later on. Yeah. Uh, in, in regards to that, you know, the basically I'm horny for you kind of right. Um, so after this match, my God, the fans, You we talked about how the ladder got a pop from the previous yes. match. This was huge. Oh, People freaking love this. Chance. WWE wishes they had this kind of crowd reaction these days. Mm-hmm. When she, the biggest crowd, one of the things that I noticed though that I never noticed before is when she starts making out, meaning Trish starts making out with or kissing Bubba Ray because I don't think he's actually doing anything. Um, then she's like, "All right, I'm out," and she goes to leave, and he tugs her hair. Yeah, as if you're not going. Listen to that pop just for a hair tug. It's huge. My God, like there's. Because people are invested in this storyline. Um, so when she almost gets away, Bubba pulls the hair. What a pop. And it's like, here's where I wrote. I miss this kind of like between the hardcore match and, and this storyline. And I, again, you know, like comparing the backlash of today, I'm sure. Um, what's her name? God damn it. Zelina Vega mm-hmm. is probably going to interfere and do something in whatever match she winds up being in or part of, but there's not going to be a payoff. Backlash 2000, there was. This was Trish pl- messing around with Bubba Ray Dudley for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then when he puts her through the table, my God, what a pop. This is what works. Maybe yeah. that's just my opinion, but, and then of course at the end, <laughs> As Bubba Ray leaves, he said, he yells out, I got you, you little bitch. Yep. Over and over again. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think part of that is probably because they were like, make sure the camera catches it. Exactly. Or make sure the sound catches it. Exactly. So you say it to make sure. Uh, Ted, what are your thoughts on, on the match, the Trish going through a table, all that? I, I, I like how TNA worked together. Uh, um, and the king wants to talk dirty, wants Trish to talk dirty to him. Oh yeah, that's something I really liked. Um, 
the only thing I really didn't like about this match was was uh, J Jr. kept doing these hockey references, uh, and and like someone should have emailed them saying the Capitals aren't popular in even in DC at this time. Like, I was like, did Jim Ross go to a hockey game on Saturday night or something? And was he impressed? Because, like, like Bill and I are both fans of the, the hockey team that he's talking about. And we remember that, like, in 2000, nobody gave two shits about, about the Caps. Uh like, like you know, we we loved Peter Bondra, we loved Oli the goalie, but like in general, nobody like really cared about the Caps. So, like that kind of like made me wonder, like 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 did Jim Ross not get the memo? The Caps aren't the popular team in Washington. Like like uh, at this point, yeah yeah. He he should have gotten some like he he I'm I'm thinking he should have given like some hogat references or something uh, because because of the Redskins yeah because they're still popular at this time they're 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 uh, in my mind the Redskins despite not being a great team they they've always been po- the popular team in Washington. Well, that'll be another discussion for another day, as we don't want to. That, that's true. Lose Jim on this, so. Yeah, I mean, you might have already. I was like, oh god, hockey talk. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so, Ted, how do you feel about that 2014 playoff system? Oh god. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, let's you know what? Back. I'm happy. You know, if, if the <laughs> hockey fans aren't happy about it, I'm happy about it. That's how I feel. So one thing that this does, that what this does also show after the um, oh I'm sorry Bill I didn't get your thoughts on the whole Trish going to the table thing because oh I was too busy it was, being it, it so, was so well done it really was I really thought it was great too and how about that but how about that crowd like that's what amazes me most you know you you can you can put like all your women's matches but like you put them in the right thing like and you like. I'm not saying like every time a woman should go to a table. They're definitely like China's a great example of like a woman actually doing something that's to their advantage. But you put them in the right situation, you get a great pop. And I would say that China and this moment with Trish probably gets more of a pop than anything the current women have ever done mm-hmm. in their career. Because mm-hmm. they knew how to use wrestlers in general, not just women, not just men. They knew how to use them. To the best of like their creative ability, you gave them good stories, right? But one thing that does, Bill, that does um, come out to me in regards to this, they do a great something that I think is lost for the most part, even in non WWE promotions. They do a great transition into their next thing. Oh, this is my favorite part of the whole show. So Trish gets put on a stretcher. And, yes. you know, she's being loaded into an ambulance, right? And then all of a sudden, there's another car that came by. Now, my instinct at first was, oh, is this Austin somehow? Because they were teasing the whole night that he's not going to show up, which mm-hmm. means he is going to show up, obviously. Right. Which is funny, because then they're like, well, why didn't you believe us on certain things of real things that they say in real life? But anyway, 
Um, and it's Eddie Guerrero in China. Mm-hmm. And they went to a prom? Yes. I actually had that in my notes. Who has a prom on Sunday? I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. Then, but also, how old were they? That's that. Well, that's not a good point. But my favorite part here well, is well, the well, referee. The referee is he's talking to Eddie. He's like, Eddie, you're late. And Eddie's like, I know, I'm always late. <laughs> and he's like, No, you're well, late. Your match is next. You gotta get in the ring, or else you're gonna forfeit the title. So. They drive into the arena. I just love this whole part is so good. Oh my god! Um, and then Jerry Lawler well, says that when he went to his prom, he was voted most likely to conceive. <laughs> Ted, what do you have to add for this transition before we get into this European title match? I, I gotta say, um, the transition was really good. Um, in comment to Bill. Uh, on what kind of prom this was in the video package before uh, between uh, Eddie rolling in and in the match, um, Eddie was getting his GED. That's right. So yeah. that's that's what I think the prom was supposed to be about. But again, uh, I'm I'm gonna question it. Who <laughs> has a prom on a Sunday? I agree. I didn't think of that either. I agree. I agree. That sounds really. That it, sounds really frustrating. Uh, I, I had my prom on Friday. If any of you have ever gone to a prom on a Sunday, please tag me on Twitter at House of Bill. There's probably some weird town that had it on a Sunday for some reason. Oh, yeah, I'm sure of it. Oh, and then I, I, before you get into the match, when Jesse sure. Rios and Lita comes out, Jerry Lawler for like two minutes goes all. Mexican is like, ooh, Elolita! I want to see her in China! You know, there's just one It's like, shut up! Just shut up! My God. I didn't even catch that. It was too terrible. I, I, caught, too busy. I caught it. I caught it. And, and, uh, and, and Jim Ross was even like, shut up! <laughs> and, and, and Jerry was like, hey, it's, it's Eddie Guerrero and it's a Rios! So almost that's for sure. Right. Almost like uh, when uh, um, they did that uh, thing on South Park where uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez was was the hand. That's a real. Okay, so we have this European title match, and. I don't really have that much. It was it was a pretty good match. Uh, here's where I'm I'm the part two of that fan that I mentioned earlier that wanted that wanted Lita even though mm-hmm. like there's zero reason for her to interrupt this great match. Yeah. Um, the hardcore match. So I didn't realize it, but Lita is with S. A. Rios. Mm-hmm. So why would you even think that Lita would be coming at when she's not with the Hardys yet? I don't know. I, I wonder you why idiot. you said that. That, that's what, what? No, the fan said it, it yeah, wasn't that's what I mean. Because he's dumb, and he was Maybe. probably just wanted to see a woman come out. Hmm. That's that's what I get from it. But anyway, yeah, he might be. He's definitely not my vote for dumbest fan of the show. <laughs> um, polls close in about three seconds. 
Um, all right. So, um, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention for that last tag team match, um, I have an NA for comparing to oh. Edge versus Orton. Okay. Because my problem was I was super more into Bubba Ray getting his hands on Trish than I was paying to attention to the actual quality of the match. You were more worried about Trish getting wood, basically. Right, right. Or, you know, here's the another way to think of it, Bill. I was more invested in the characters. Yeah. How about that? Mm. Isn't that something? Something that, that well, I rarely say, if at all, during today's wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, let me just say that this was a fantastic match. Um, it, the finish, like when I said the most overrated ma- moves, when I said later in the night we'll talk about the most overrated move turned into an actual good finish. Uh, one of my least favorite moves for me and like dad when I used to watch with dad um, the airplane spin. Mm. The airplane spin. Like, when Cesaro would do the airplane spin on someone, Dad and I almost went nuts, like, saying, like, how the hell is this going to be effective? But when Eddie Guerrero did the airplane spin into the neckbreaker, that was effective. Like, mm-hmm. like, and I even wrote in my notes, fantastic finish. Right. Um, so like I said, for me, it was just okay. Uh, I put, winner, you know, obviously winner Eddie Guerrero, and I put that this will be on par with Edge versus Orton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after oh, the imagine? China gets stripped. There you the go. China gets stripped. Yep. Yeah. And I think Lawler gets horny again. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of uncomfortably for some reason to me, we go from China to a shot of Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> And they do a backstage segment or whatnot. And then we go to our Intercontinental title match. Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho. Benoit's the champion. Uh, I don't really have much of it. It was a good match. Uh, Jericho snaps after the match and does uh, Walls of Jericho on the referee. Um, what do you guys think? This is actually I, the match where I had my least notes on this, but it's probably because it's a good match. Um, Jericho references how, uh, I think Benoit is like all the politicians, and then I think he even brought up Al Gore, and I'm like, yeah, Al Gore is emotionless, so. Yeah, yeah, Al Gore and and Chris Benoit are, like, very similar to each other, uh, um, they're both very emotionalist, uh, emotionalist, um, uh, I, I like like I don't get why you would give Chris Benoit mic time and then give the microphone to Chris Jericho, who is like by far and beyond w- one of the best talkers in in WWE uh, or in pro wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. I, I even told I even told Bill early. Uh, yesterday we were texting I said you know for a heel group the inner circle really knows how to make a funny how to make a funny promo 
Because heel heel groups are normally not very funny people. Mm -hmm. But I thought, you know, Chris Jericho is the head of the inner circle. So, like, like they've made some pretty funny uh, uh, segments, especially the first that. That first one uh, with uh, Carlos, um, <laughs> where Santana and Ortiz were talking about all the t-shirts they got, and then uh, yeah, from the from the stampede, the stadium stampede yeah, match, or from the fact that they won the stadium stampede, uh, and then uh, well, like I said, it's I mean, look here, here hey, he was, hey, we got this, and Carlos and Santana was like, Carlos is here. Yeah. All right, so we got Jericho. He wins by DQ because a belt was used. Or specifically, the Intercontinental title. No, mm-hmm. no, Benoit won because... Oh, I, I, oh thank you. I guess I was confused. Jericho used it on Benoit when he did his... Oh, when he went down. When he went down. Okay, yes, yes, you're right. Okay. Um, but like I mentioned before, Jericho snaps after the match and does the wall of Jericho on the referee. Um, like I said, I agree with Bill. I actually don't have that much notes... In regards to this, um, so I guess we'll just move on to the world title match now. Mm-hmm. We have Triple H defending the championship against The Rock. The referees, Shane McMahon, and I have a note here, Bill, that says Jim Ross takes a shot at boxing. <laughs> what was the? I'm trying to remember what that was. I was hoping that you caught it. I just have that he took a shot. You know what it might have been? It might have been how, like, boxing title fight, especially in this time. Like, they either were short fights that would go two, three rounds, or they would be boring and lackluster. I think it was a, I think the shot was that it, that it would be short. Yeah. I, I, I think Lennox Lewis was just, was, was one a, like a, five, a three minute, four minute, five minute match, mm-hmm. which, which, you know, wasn't a surprise for Lennox Lewis because Lennox Lewis was a very powerful fighter, um, and and like like they were like, this isn't going to be like that. It's going to be a lot, a very long match. Right. Yeah, I'm almost sure that's exactly what it was. Something that's exactly like that. Now, um, yeah, I have to mention this because Jr. said, or it was Lawler actually who said something, and this is the final like jab at the Democrats here. And this is, like, the biggest one of all, especially for this time. Because they're talking about how Austin hasn't shown up yet. So, oh my god, I can't believe I'm referencing this in 2020, but I'm going to anyway. (laughs) Jerry Lawler goes, well, why don't you get Janet Reno to go find Steve Austin, pull him out of some closet, and bring him over here? Oh, god. (laughs) I'm like, holy shit. Whew. I, it's crazy how much, like, just of an error difference this is, even compared to some of the other ones that we're doing during the summer series. Like, I, it's it's just nuts, but that's, yeah, that's, that is something. Oh. By the way, Briscoe and Patterson come out as referees mid-match. Yeah. Um, why do they come out together? Because they're Patterson and Briscoe. Why not? I mean, but when they refereed before, they were never together. That's true. That is true. It was always one or the other. Also, 
Mm-hmm. I know that this 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 show, it was told to us that Patterson and Briscoe are joining back with the McMahons. I don't remember what they were doing before this. I, I don't uh, remember them at WrestleMania 2000 at all. I, I don't remember either. We did the Royal Rumble. I don't remember them having a presence in that. Meaning Royal Rumble 2000. Right, right. Patterson wasn't one of the judges in the bikini contest, was he? Ooh, no, no, he wasn't. Uh-huh. I think you're... Yeah, because it was like Slaughter. Cause I know Slaughter was yeah, there. Slaughter was one. There was like an actual non-wrestling person that was another. Oh, Andy Richter, that's right. Yeah, and, and then someone... And some. There were definitely three. And yeah. I can't know... I don't know who the third one was. It doesn't matter. I mean, if it's but we all know that Brisco, it doesn't matter, <laughs> right? Because because we're trying to remember back right. to when the hell we last saw Patterson and Briscoe. Well, I guess it'd be sometime in '99. So this was their Bill. This was their grand return. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, Ted, what did you think of this match? Uh, it, the 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 um, Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho was really good. I really liked it. Um, take a look at my notes. Um, yeah, I gave it a four out of five. Um, uh, it looked really, really good. Um, you know, the, I, 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 on a lot of wrestling shows, um, nowadays, if a show was, if a match between, if a match was as good as Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit was at, as good as was as good as the other things, like like if a match was that good, it would be my match of the night. But uh, you know, um, the, all the matches on this show were really great. So yeah. Um, and by the way, I do definitely think Jericho Benoit will be better than or in um, versus Edge. Yeah. So I've got, I've, got, I've got to mention about that. I would have to say it might be. Uh, world title match, like I mentioned, Triple H versus The Rock. Um, so eventually Austin does come back and he gets, you know, a great pop as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually The Rock wins. Bill, what do you think of this? And... God, it feels so much that this should have been, this uh, out of everything, should have been at WrestleMania 2000. Oh my God, yes. Um, This was a very good main event. Uh, Basically, I know the the gimmick of stacking the odds can get old at times, but this time it didn't. Mm -hmm. This time around, it really didn't feel that way. And then, because you knew Austin was coming. Even though the whole night they were like, oh, we don't know where Austin is. We don't know where Austin is. And then after he leaves, Linda McMahon comes back with Earl Hebner, who had gotten fired uh, leading up to this event. And Linda pushes Stephanie McMahon to the ground, which gets a nice pop, too. It did. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That, we got a really good pop. I enjoyed the main event. This might... This might have actually been my favorite match of the whole show. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, Ted, what do you think of this match? Um, it was very, very good. Uh, it was my second five out of five. 
uh, and 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 I I liked the 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 all the like hype up on oh is Austin gonna be here I don't know is Austin gonna be here I don't know and then all of a sudden he comes out but the thing that also really stuck to me is when Austin wanted to uh, to to uh, uh, have a toast to The Rock The Rock right. toast to the title yeah he came back after the match and then wound up like you mentioned toasting The Rock so because that was nice because if I'm not mistaken and either of you correct me if I'm wrong even though he appeared at the show he's not back like he's not on next week or even a month from now it's he doesn't come back until I'm gonna say October of this year yeah it's September it's September okay and then we find out that uh Rikishi did it for The Rock yep um because I knew that that match was in No Mercy, which was in October. So I was like, that's why I said October. Yeah. Because um, I wasn't sure. But that was nice because it's like, okay, here's your top guy kind of giving the nod to who's going to be your new top guy until who knows how long. Um, so that was really good. Bill, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the main event was just a perfect cap to what was a cap to really a very good show for the most part. Yes, um, I really enjoyed the show. It actually, for for it being 20 years, still holds up today. Yes. Because there are some shows that don't age well. This aged fantastically. This was well, great. Well, the commentary didn't age very well. Oh, no. Well, this, there's like, definitely it's, certain it's, things that, like, people yes, find the offensive The themselves aged. Yeah, the matches, you know, were very good. That's I guess that's where I'm going. Right. No, I, I did very well. Right. I'm sure. Honestly, I'm sure there'd be a riot if the the Trish thing happened today um, with Bubba Ray. Mm-hmm. Probably the China stuff. There'd be an outrage about that, and well, there's commentary in regards to that. So, like, I mean, I know what you're saying. I guess you know, match wise, yeah, it held up. But I'm like, a lot of this would probably would not be oh, happening, God, yeah. but, which is too bad because it's so good. It is. It's just, I don't know, like, that's a whole political discussion that doesn't need to be had right now. Yeah, um, we need to dip our feet into that. Right. I mean, I'm sure I will one day. <laughs> I'll probably do it every once in a while because you just don't get a full discussion out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is, like I said, this was, like, I'm really glad. I went into this thinking, I was like, all right, I'm sure this will be okay because it's the Attitude Era. So by default, I'm good with that. But this exceeded my expectations because I didn't remember that. This was the event that the showster was on and that Bubba puts Trish through the table on. I knew the stuff happened. I had expectations too. Yeah. Like, like, like for, like for me, I picked this match because I like, I looked on Wikipedia at the, at the, at the cards and I said, okay, A, Edge and Christian are in this card as a tag team. B, it's at my, it's at my home base. So those both both those things made me think it was either that or Vengeance 2006, uh, and and I picked uh, Backlash 2000, and I am extremely happy that I did. It was a really great show. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill, why don't you um, give me your your final overall thoughts on the card, uh, like me and Ted just did, basically. Um. Very enjoyable show. Uh, 
um, would definitely recommend it to anyone who isn't, you know, is bored and wants something to watch. This was definitely worth it. And, and the other thing that I liked about it, it felt quick. Yes. The pacing all the pacing in all matches felt so quick. Yes. It was whether whether it aired or not, I the opposite of basically this is battleground for me. <laughs> in our summer series. I'm just saying that. It might have already aired. Again, these are being recorded out of order. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just saying if it already aired, check that out. I'm sure I'm complaining. Um <laughs> But yeah, th- but this felt like I was like, oh my god, three hours went by already. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was pretty good. All right, so why don't we give some final plugs here, Ted? Where can people find you? Um, they they people can find me at um, Capsheart ninety eight on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at TedGram two thousand three, and um. If you guys don't mind me saying Match of the Night for me, I don't know sure. if I've said it yet or not. Um, match of the Night, well, I said my notes. As far as matches tonight, one can't go wrong with Eddie Guerrero versus Sirius. It was a high flyer's dream, but also the finish. I've seen airplanes before spins before, but not but not many actually looked as a quality finisher. Like I saw with the airplane spin into the neckbreaker, match made me miss Eddie so much. Mm-hmm. And I also loved the fact that Eddie was wrestling in trousers, mm-hmm. slacks. He was wrestling in slacks, which made me miss him. But like, like I'm like, I can't see even the top guys in WWE now wrestling in slacks, right. No, you're right, I, and I, I, I'm sorry that I don't think we actually even touched on that that he wasn't in his regular wrestling gear, because that is quite an accomplishment. It is. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure that's very, very hard to do when you're used to you know, a certain kind of wear that your clothing is, you know. Um, all right, so as far as I go, I love this event. I'm so glad that we're, uh, we were able to do this. Um, you can find me at thatspodcasting.com. And that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter as we continue our summer series. Bill, why don't you send us out of here? And overall, uh, Edge versus Orton will not be the greatest wrestling match of all time. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. You can follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. And check out that wrestling show comes up each and every Friday. I would actually agree with that with that statement, even though it will be a good. I think it will be a decent match. I I don't see it being the greatest wrestling match. Like like Edge has had way too much wear and tear on his body. He's coming back for temporarily for like a temp job. So like when this match was announced, I'm like, all right, it might be exciting, but it's not going to be the greatest match ever in the history of the world, which is what they're proclaiming it to be. So indeed. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and Jim and I, we will talk to you all again real soon. Great.